Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. Casting live from the Liquor Barn Studios, it's time for the Diener Show, presented by OPC Pest Services on ESPN 680, 1057, and 93.9 The Ville. Now, here's Drew Diener and Mark Blankenbaker. And hey, <clears throat> oh, man, my voice, what in the hell? Um, Start again. Let's try that again. Uh, Wanted to promote that uh, coming up uh, with Maven and Rummage Day, Quincy Riley's going to be on. That's so right. We're going to have him on there. That ought to be interesting. That's going to be really interesting. I thought for sure after the Holiday Bowl that Quincy Riley had played his last game as Cardinal. Um, and, yeah. you know, he's probably a guy that was a fifth, fourth, maybe round pick. You know, I mean, he, you know, it would have been interesting to see him go through the Senior mm-hmm. Bowl and the, and the Combine. He would have been invited, obviously, to both of those. He actually was invited to the Senior Bowl, uh, turned it down, obviously, to come back to Louisville. But... Man, uh, big get for Louisville to get back into the fold in the secondary. It's one of the reasons why I think Jalen Kimber ended up at Flo- at, at Penn State and not Louisville because he was committed to Louisville out of Florida. Um, you know, but when you got Quincy Riley coming back, there's <laughs> you know you're thinking you're going to start. You know, you, you got to go somewhere else. So massive get for Louisville. Uh, the secondary looks great. I can't wait. I, you know, the secondary was great last year, but when you can get a guy like that. That kind of shuts down a side of the field. It's it's huge. It really is. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so we'll um, we can uh, have that for you. I don't know what time, but they'll, they'll be coming up uh, after the show. So uh, looking forward uh, to that. Um, we had uh, the games last night on here. Though on a weekend that was just kind of so so. I mean, we've had a couple of days now. No other re- recruits for for Brom. I mean, what are we doing here? Well, right, come on. Yeah, what's going on over there, Jeff and Brady? Uh, what yeah, Brady. We, what I- do we pay you guys for, huh? Golly, you know. man. I mean, it is even you know everybody like hates on on three. Doesn't even on three have Louisville as number one. In the they all do. Somebody, yeah, I think somebody they all do sent now. that yesterday. Yeah, I think they all do now. And and you know Louisville just did in a, a remarkable job. And I think part of the reason why it's slowing down is because the semester is well underway at this point. Like if you're gonna if you're gonna get anybody at this point, it's gonna be for a future semester. Because how do you get them into school? You know, and, right. and actually be able to you know catch up, which is interesting for with Washington and Alabama and all these other schools that are have guys hitting the portal. You know, where can you really go until after the spring? So it's kind of a a weird situation for them. But Louisville did an amazing job in the portal. They, I, yeah. they, they other than well, 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 I wouldn't, I wouldn't put that in past tense. I no, mean, I'd say I'd say that's current. They're doing, I mean, an amazing job of the portal. I mean, don't you think that this is? I don't, I don't think that they're like, okay, we're, our, our work's done here. No, I don't. 
I don't think it's done, and I think, but it's probably done for the moment, if that makes you think sense. Think so, like until spring practice, until you get to spring and you wash well, out. You're a right. I guess, more I guess guys. they got to be in class at some point. You're right. I mean, yeah, like, they have to be in class at some point, and and you know, Louisville still needs an edge. I think they've done enough at, at offensive line. I don't think you'll see them add somebody in the offensive line unless what they have here through the spring just isn't working. You know, and 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 mm-hmm. you know, I think they'll probably will add another wide receiver, but really it's edge maybe wide receiver and maybe running back if things don't just aren't panning out the way they want to but i think they're fine at running back really with penny boone and and uh the the miami uh running back whose name is totally escaping me right now but i I like i love what we did in the transfer portal i'm I'm over the moon about it well yeah i mean there's there's nothing to not like about it right i mean it's it's as good a job as you can do it's a guy it's a guy who you know understands that it's the most important well i say that's the most important thing i think quincy riley and Ashton Gelati, are we going to get his name right? Is it, it's Gelati, right? It's Gelati, yeah, Gelati. Okay. Um, those are the most important recruits. Let's not kid ourselves. Recruiting your own roster is the most important thing. Yeah, Those, you, that's bigger than any of the transfers. Keeping the main guys you have, who you know you might. There's a strange word that used to be part of college football. Develop. <laughs> you know, it's not really something you use anymore, that word develop, because you just steal from someone else's roster, right? I mean, that's that's the way to go. Totally. And, you know, Gelati, you know, we talked about Riley. When you get a, a shutdown corner and then you also have an elite pass rusher, which is what Ashton Gelati is because he's eighth in the country mm-hmm. in sacks. He's a top 10 pass rusher, top 10 um, guy in TFLs. He's in backfields all the time. You get a guy in the backfield and he got one side of the field covered. That's the makings of a really good defense. And, you know, wh- where could we upgrade that defense right now, really? You know, if, if MJ Griffin isn't right coming off of his surgery, if some of these younger players don't grow up, maybe you're looking at a safety. Maybe you want to get a little bit bigger at linebacker, but TJ Quinn and Jalen Alderman were really good for you last year. And you've got Stanquan Clark, who I think is about to come of age. Like, And you've got other players like Stanquan that are kind of waiting in the wings and are ma- about to come of age because it's not like we've done a crappy job in high school recruiting either. So mm-hmm. it's really kind of – I like what's happening with Louisville's roster. And, I, you know, the spring's going to tell us a lot. But you're right. It's not done. The transfer portal's not past tense. They're going to continue to work. If they can find better players, they're going to do it. Yeah, I, I, sure. I mean, there's just a whole – no, another round of free agency after the spring where everybody looks at their position on the depth chart and goes, well – yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if it's going to. Uh, it's not as much movement, but it was really important movement for Louisville with Eric Miller, Willie Tyler, Cam Kelly, and Storm Duck. All four of those guys made tremendous plays and impacts, and they all came in after the spring. So you're gonna, you know, you won't have them. You won't have 23 guys in the portal in the spring, but you may have four or five guys that are very well. They're they're going to be really importantly placed. Because you're going to be very intentional with the guys you take after the spring, I think. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, and but it's it's going to be fun to watch, though. It's going to be fun to see who they can go go get um, because it's just it. And, and you just got to just you know the days of you know people can bemoan it or they can just get with the times. I mean, I really think this is to college sports what like the three point shot was to college basketball. Oh yeah. You know, like Denny didn't embrace it, and it was to, to it was not a good decision. Um, Patino did; it made his career, and I, it's just you know, 
And I, I'm, I'm curious, is Clemson, what's the Clemson transfer situation? Because all I ever heard was, you know, they wouldn't take transfers. Let me I need see. To ask King of, King of Clemson, if you're listening, what's, what's, has he changed his tune on that? Because, like, I think Jordan Addison wanted to go to Clemson. Like yeah. back when he was transferring. And, 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 and Dabo wouldn't take him. That's yeah. ridiculous. And they needed a receiver. You know? Yeah, they needed a receiver. And, you know, I think after you lose a whole bunch of guys into the portal, you got to start transferring. And let me see. They yeah, don't have a lot in. Right. They don't have a they lot They only got in. one. They got 12 out, one in. Is that right? That's what it looks like. Wait, that, that's, that's 20. It's 23. No, they don't have any. They in. have none. None in. None, and 10 out. Yeah. Man, it might be over for him. I mean,. You know, they, I mean, seriously. I mean, it might be over for him. I mean, and look where they're going. They're going to places like you know Texas, um, Missouri, Notre Pitt, Dame, yep. Virginia. Okay, fine. But still, I mean, if, if they can help a a Pitt or a Texas, maybe not Pitt as much, but a Texas, Missouri, Notre Dame, if they can help them, well, what are you doing? And you're talking about four star players, a number of these guys, right? I mean, Georgia, they have and, none. He's still not doing it. I no. thought for sure he would change it. See, this is where Brom is. He just understood it, like, and, he, and it wasn't like he was deep in the NIL game at at, um, at Purdue, but he understood the transfer portal, right? And I, I'll just go back to say you can almost throw these guys' records out the window what they did prior to transfer portal NIL. I don't care what they did because the world's different now. Dabo may be the poster child for this. Well, it's it's totally yeah. it's a total blind spot because like at, you know Florida State, Alabama, Texas a and or Texas, everybody's taking transfers, but you know those schools are. Like more intentional with the portal because they're looking for guys to fill where their high school guys haven't developed into because they always recruit at a really high level. So they're trying to develop in and stuff like that. But like Louisville, we can't always do that. We've got to go find like Florida State found Jared Verse from Buffalo and he ended up being the ACC Defensive Player of the Year. He's at Buffalo. He's in the MAC. Okay. By the way, I, so go ahead. Go ahead. No, and, and I'm just saying like like you've got to be able to. Find places where you're weak, go into the portal. I know you recruit really at a high level, but you've got to find a place where you're not performing as well. I mean, you know, like Texas just took an edge from UTSA. Like, there's mm-hmm. good players all over the place. You just got to find them and, and plug them into your, into your program so that, they, so that it works for your program. There's a headline here. That's what I started to interrupt. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> that is, you're not going to believe it. Because this is something you've talked about many times. And you even talked to, it may have been yesterday, about the guys that go on uh, trips with their girlfriends and are like taking oh, yeah. content pictures for them. Oh, yeah. You know, as constant. you said, taking pictures of their butt or whatever. whatever you said uh, yeah, I don't understand the, the, the boyfriends taking pictures of their girlfriends' butts for them to put out for the public. I don't understand it. Well, here's the headline. OnlyFans model seen attacking boyfriend on Aspen on Aspen content trip months before stabbing him. What? So she was. They went on a quote content trip. Oh yeah, they're riding off know. their trip to Aspen. So, but but they're going there just basically to emphasis take, on Aspen. Take, take, <laughs> <laughs> but then she stabbed the dude. She I don't, did she kill him? So let's see. New video. Shows Miami OnlyFans model hitting boyfriend before alleged murder. God, she she, she killed murdered him. him. She killed him. She buried him in the snow. So here, take photos. No, of no, me no. So no, get, no. So at, no. Aspen, get the timeline right here. Aspen was. They went on that trip. He didn't die on that. trip. Oh, not on that one. Okay. 
But there's a three-minute video taken by a third person that shows this woman wearing a blue puffy jacket over zebra print sports bra and matching <laughs> pants. Now that sounds – that paints a picture. That's like Paul Rogers. Uh, the card's wearing tonight uh, in their traditional uh, zebra print sports bras and matching pants. Um and she's wearing, and he's wearing a Celtics jersey. I mean, it's a classy couple. Oh wow! So, but so, uh, you, so she's trying to hit this dude who's gigantic, um, and she's still, still, you know, she's just still going after him. And and he's and, just and, trying yeah, to they, get away. They from went her? on this trip. Remember, the, the, the whole point of this trip was to basically take pictures for her OnlyFans page, which is right? an, a hysterical concept. And she says, "Christian, you're fired." <laughs> He goes, fine, I'm fired. You're never going to see me again. You're the most selfish MF I've met in my life. Stop touching me. Don't touch me again, he says. You never love me the way you talk, the way you treat other effing girls, she responds. But again, this is a dude like you're always talking about. No, you don't do it. taking the pictures. You don't do it. There's a mental health crisis happening with men. There is absolutely zero chance in the world that if you've still got your sack, you do not... You do not. You, you don't take content take, pictures. You do not take content pictures of your Unless girlfriend for or wife's yeah. body. No way. Zero chance in the world, period. I'm not creating an ad for you for the whole world to then gaze at you. I, I think you should have an OnlyFans page. Maybe Ashley can take pictures of your butt. Yeah, you take pictures of my <laughs> butt. Here, here, honey. No, 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 no. Lower. It looks... Mark uh, Blankenbaker, 99 cents a month. No, no, he'll pay you 99 cents a month to follow him. You don't want, you want it in the shadow <laughs> off the cheek, honey. There's shadows on the cheek. You don't want that. She killed him. Yeah, she I was going to say, he must have got the lighting really wrong or something. Yeah. What's going on? She, she murdered him. Stabbed him and yeah. murdered him. Now, where did the murder occur? Uh, now you're going to start asking a lot of questions. Sorry, I've sorry, skimmed, sorry. You don't I've have skimmed you don't the article. Have that, I, I saw the headline, and I was like, this is your story. Right. Well, and this is the blanket maker theory. I never thought it could lead to somebody just getting, you know, losing their life over it. My gosh. Well, in Miami, we were at the football game, right? Louisville, Miami. Texter says, give us her name. Yeah. You always want to see if she's hot. Yeah. That's, that's, all, that's all you, you want to see. You just want to see the ass. Yeah. She's got pictures. two million. She's got two million <laughs> followers. And I, and I got to say, I don't really know how. I'm just saying, I don't, I don't see anything special here, but maybe I don't know what her content was like. So I don't know. I don't, you know. Yeah. But no, so we're at the Louisville Miami game and I'm sitting with my sister and her boyfriend and stuff like that. And then there's this group of Miami, you know, I assume Instagram people and they're showing up and for literally the entire second quarter, all they're doing is a photo shoot, like taking photos. And, you know, it's what you might expect. It's. It's the boobs. It's the butt. And and then the, the one girl doesn't even know that she's so got girl, you're welcome. that she's got mustard like below, like on her under boob. And so she has no idea. She's <laughs> she's got under-boob. mustard on the under boob here happening. And so she's gonna go and she's gonna have to edit uh, the mustard the out of the photo. But like oh, I'm just like this is this is a ridiculous group of humans. Like, take one photo, post it, and move on. You don't have to pull it down. You don't have to move it around. Like it's unbelievable. Smack it up, flip it, rub it down. Is that what you said? Yeah, smack it up, flip it, rub it down, and rub the and rub <laughs> oh, no. the mustard all over. I don't know, <laughs> but it's a disaster. And like the guys, you go to the beach, and it's like one dude taking a photo of his girlfriend. You look down at the beach. There's another dude taking a photo of his girlfriend. And I'm like, this is an absolute disaster. Like, it's an absolute yeah. disaster. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, no way. Welcome to it. society. Great there job, you know. everybody. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> great job, everybody. Everybody did a great job of wow. raising your daughters. James Black. And sons. And sons. Man. James Black and Justin Sofro are giddy after that segment. Oh, my gosh. They, they have just, yeah, I just, mixtape is done right there, boys. There like, you go. What kind of man are you to sit down and Texter just. Texter says, look, he should have found better lighting. Holy. <laughs> <laughs> And then he got stabbed in the throat over it. I don't know where he got stabbed, but somewhere. He, yeah, now, yeah, Blake, Blake Amir does a morsel of the story, and now he's going to the throat. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. If, if, if you were a, you say yeah. that he's a huge man, right? And she's a female. If you're a female yeah. and you're going sta- to try to kill a, a huge man, where are you going to stab him? I, I don't know, Mark. I've never really thought about stabbing anyone. You, you know? I don't know. We're primal, man. We're, we're, world, we're the world's dangerous creature. You got to think like this. You're gonna get to. You're gonna get last of the bowl. You don't think aggressively. Let's go. Thank you, Baker. Such a tough guy. He raises three daughters and goes to soccer games. He's talking about where to strategically stab someone Listen. to murder them. I mean, I come on. Get, I gotta get the head of this OnlyFans chick. There is nothing that you will not take the reins on. That is why you are the. Gr- that's why you're the greatest co-host because you could. I can give you an element of a story, and you can. You, I give you an inch, and you take it 15 yeah. miles. She stabbed him in the yeah. throat for sure. Yeah. I'm, yeah. What's her name? Uh-huh. I want to know her name so I can look up the story and verify it's on Yahoo that it was a front page that it was a throat stabbing. Uh, where'd it go? Where'd it go? Yahoo. It was not. I don't. I don't. OnlyFans murder. Okay. Yeah, I'd say if you Google OnlyFans murder, it'll come up. You know, Courtney. Oh, and of course it is in Miami. Of course oh, it's yeah. in Miami. Well, that's, where, that's where all the great content's created, right? <laughs> Why are you going to Aspen if you're in Miami? I mean, my question. Well, they had Can't to get some snow good photos. in Miami? They had to get I mean, some snow really? photos. They had too many with palm trees and blue crystal blue waters. They had to go, they had to go get some snow. But I, Aspen's pretty nice. Courtney Clinney. Courtney Clinney is her sure. name. I'm looking up Courtney. I'm sure she's got Let's, a good Instagram here. Oh, that's, it said she had two million followers. Two million followers. That's what. And on like Instagram? I said, I'm not quite sure how. Well, yeah, I mean, no, she's got two million followers on Instagram on TikTok. I mean, yes, on on Instagram. I don't. Again, I don't know. I, I mean, don't even, I just two saw million. The, I saw the Yahoo fans. headline just now, and I was like, "This is the Blanket Baker story." Man, this is it. This is what happens if you if you take photos of your girl. She will stab you and murder you. <laughs> moral of the story. Moral, right? moral of the story. Yeah, it's a tale as old as time. The content stabbings. I can't find I, I agree with Mark. I was at the beach with the family. It's all a girl that needed a uh, needed a steak or th- what? Uh, I don't know. Some of these. <laughs> I'm not going there. I'm, I'm you know I'm reading these on the fly. I'm not doing that. Texas, I was in the Bahamas over the weekend, and over in the overwater cabanas was a group of influencers making content all day long. Photo shoots and TikTok dances all day. All said, day long. Dexter says, please don't disparage our future leaders of America. <laughs> Dexter says, you stab them in the chest. Throat stabs are for professionals. Dexter says, <laughs> lock voice, get a better light. <laughs> uh, Dexter says, it rubs the mustard on the skin. Uh, Dexter says, in all fairness, it literally is their job. Dexter says, found it. Yep, got nudes. Okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> so is the OnlyFans is still active while she's still now, in? I don't know if this is true. Just, I know I, just, I know a married couple where the husband is on OnlyFans and the wife is the content taker. What? So I'm really? saying, Blank and Baker, we we you, it actually take pictures of you on your next uh, vacation, you know, by the beach and create hey, some content. You know, I st- I get on this uh, tri-state men's stuff and I start I keep losing yeah, that's some, right. some some pounds with the weight loss program they got over there. You're gonna get you're gonna see that. So go see our friends over there at Tri-State Men's Health and maybe you can get started on a program like that you know so i i've lost uh 18 pounds now is where i am i'm wow. down 18 that's the semi-glutide stuff right it's the same stuff that's in ozempic right that's right it's semi-glutide it's in ozempic and it's in wagovi and it's a small shot that you take daily and you know what i did was i talked to the doctor you know and told him what was going on he's like yeah you're a candidate for this and uh and i actually got a uh, Oz- uh an ozempic no, it was Wagovi is what it was, uh, prescription. Uh, and, they, and like Walgreens couldn't fill it. Like they couldn't get me the medicine. And I went to Tri-State and they're like, oh, we can get you that. We can get you that. Don't, don't worry about it. So then they have their own pharmacy and they, they send it over to me. And if you're looking to get into something like that, give them a call. Uh, 1-800-900-9654. Visit them at tristatementshealth.com. Uh, and, you know, if you're wanting to lose weight, if that's one of your New Year's resolutions, <laughs> they have a weight loss program over there. It's helped me lose And you won't get 18. stabbed, too. That's, you know, well, that's I mean, you do, you do the stabbing. It's just a really small needle that you do. And it's super. <laughs> you, you, yeah. you control well, the stabbing. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't call it a stabbing. I would, yeah. <laughs> no, and, and an, really. An, an injection. Big the, difference. The injection, you build it up over time. And so, like, I, I started on a really low dose. And now I'm still on a mild, really mildly low dose. But I've been building up, and, and I've been seeing the results keep continue to happen. So if you want the same thing, give them a call over there at tristatementshealth.com or give them a call over there at 1-800-900-9064. It's 950 Breckenridge Lane. Tell them Blankenbaker sent you over there. So. There you go. Mark Blankenbaker with a – what's one of your better live reads right there? How about you that? You're worried about a script, man. That was good stuff. Yeah. All right. But, but yeah, no, I don't think I'm going to sign up for OnlyFans, but, you know. Um, oh, I, I think I think you should, Mark. I think you should have your own page, The would Sheriff. You, would you pay for it? Nope. You wouldn't nope, pay for I would it? pay you to. Uh, no, no, I wouldn't. But I'm sure we can find. You know, there, there's there's a niche out there for everybody. If Mark, you paid for it, you could get content out of it. You know, that's. Mark, I am not paying for pictures of you. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? I don't understand. Yeah, I. That is, I'm not doing that. <laughs> this happens when I wake up late and don't have focus here, and then I just, I just, I just throw a grenade in there for blanket baker. I mean, that's, that's what it is. <laughs> Dexter says I'm cracking up. Marcus selling tri-state so he can start his content on OnlyFans. <laughs> Dexter right. says, real that's question right. is, will, will stream will subscribe to Blank's OnlyFans? Uh, definitely. I mean, I know that yeah. there's one subscriber that I know for sure I could get. It would be James Strebel. <laughs> I know I could get that. That's weird. It's just weird to say that. Dexter says we're in summer radio in January. We need a good basketball team around here. Oh, I don't. Know. Oh, I don't. Any time of year, it's funny to speculate on a Mark Blankenbaker OnlyFans page. I mean, come on. Let's 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 be honest about that. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, man. Do so, we have that sound in the Dropbox where Nick was like, "I've never gone there because I don't know how it's formatted." Do oh, we, yeah. <laughs> isn't that in there? <laughs> There's he, he tried that one day, and I mean, Andy and Streamel just called him on it. Oh, so so. Clinty, it was a single stab wound to the torso. So she got him in the torso. Had to do it. Not right to the heart. Right in the heart. But she was taken to the hospital for a mental health evaluation. That would have been nice before the stabbing, the mental health evaluation. But I look in here and I see Strebel OnlyFans pick. I don't. Yeah, let's let's play it. I feel like I need to hear it now. Um, I don't know if you if. (laughs) 
I, I don't know what this is, but I can't play it. I'll have to. Oh, uh, you can't play it? Oh, Chase is going to have to play it? Oh, oh, yeah. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, and only blanks. That's the, the text. Oh, that's funny. All right, we'll continue along here. Two six seven nine six eight. Actually, probably try to talk some basketball. Yeah, we'll talk. Hopefully, Kenny Payne said something last night. Please, um, and uh, we'll, we'll we'll talk to you here uh, this morning uh, as well. Um, when it comes to time buying a car, don't forget about our friends over at the Huffman Auto Group. That's where I bought two straight cars. That's where. Uh, the kid around the corner here might be, uh, but we'll be buying a car for him as well here in a few months uh, over at the Huffman Auto Group. Uh, online at uh, AccurateOxmoor.com. That's where I bought my uh, two Acuras, and that's where you can uh, jump in uh, as well uh, over there. Talk to Mike Stack. Talk to Arthur Galitzka. had somebody yesterday that was uh, you know, our friend Doug Deeren over at Derby Box. Oh, he yeah. Was, uh, yeah, he was, uh, he was working with uh, Mike Stack. So, uh, so again, whatever your uh, auto needs, he's he'll be getting ready too. Derby 150 around that corner. That's just rolling down the hill. Uh, but uh, Huffman Auto Group, they got all the great locations. Uh, we'll be out there next Tuesday uh, at the Accurate Oxmoor location. And you know, again, same people around there. It's a great company to work for. They give you the seven day like it or exchange it promise. Uh, everything you've come to expect over 50 years in business from the Huffman Auto Group. It's uh, it's Neil Huffman's Accurate Oxmoor. And when you get over there, Tom here is talking about him right here in the intersection. Taking care of your family isn't always easy, so we make sure getting care when you need it is. With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. It's gonna be a long part of summer. Wish you'd be together with your feet up on the dashboard now. Singing along with the radio. It's such a beautiful sound. Casting live from the Liquor Barn Studios, you're listening to The Diener Show on ESPN 680, 1057, and 93.9 The Ville. Now, here's Drew Diener and Mark Blankenbaker. And we are back here, 93.9 The Ville, ESPN 680, 1057. Chase has taken that ball and run with it, the assignment of warm weather uh, oh, yeah. sounding bumper music. He is That is that is a mission accomplished there. Uh, is it helping? Uh, for, for, for well, I'm I'm gonna be in Florida by nightfall, so yeah, <laughs> it's helping me. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. <laughs> Chase says he's never been to Florida in the winter time. I've always had school and and yeah, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm, I mean, yeah, I've like, never been of age where I can just go. It's honestly. like my spring break, time. I guess. But but yeah, but yeah, he's a college, He's just like Chase. How old are you? Twenty three. Twenty two. Yeah, I'm gonna turn twenty three here yeah. soon. Yeah. No, yeah, it makes okay, sense. He's 22, Mark. Like, were you uh, oh, well, booking not, flights not, uh, not when you were critical. in college? To it's yeah. not a critic. It's not a criticism as much it is, as it is. We gotta we gotta get Chase down there for the winter time at some point. You know, like we gotta we gotta get him to someplace warm, and he understands what you're about to experience. You gotta get those uh, Southwest points built up. There's a couple of good follows on Twitter and Instagram. To uh, you know, I can I, send I gotta, you a referral code. One day, one oh, day. We know. Yeah. We know. We know. We know. <laughs> but yeah, you spend like fifteen hundred bucks or something, you get like thirty thousand miles. There's all kinds of different ones, you know. And I, there's there's that one dude who helped me out with my uh, 
getting that companion pass, earning that, that he was oh, very yeah. strategic. Because I, I earned it last year, and it goes through the end of this year. Right. Like, you, you want to earn it as early into the year as possible yeah. because then you get it for two years. What you don't want to do is earn it yeah. at the end of a year. Yeah, no, nightmare, no. Because yeah. then you've only Absolutely got it for 12 not. months as opposed to 22, 23 months. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So these are the things that uh, we spend Massive amounts of time. I'm worried <laughs> Tons about. Tons of time. Uh, we will re-air the Kenny Payne show today at two o'clock, ninth round of the bill. Jeff Walls will be on. His show will be on tonight at Parlor uh, at seven o'clock. So uh, we've got that uh, for you here uh, this evening. So look forward to him and Nick Curran, um, you know, exchanging jabs back and forth. It's always fun. <laughs> always fun. You know, to hear to hear that. Uh, so we got that going on for you. I can get back to the UPS jobs text line at four three seven. Excuse me, uh, nine six eighty. Uh, here is uh, as we uh, roll along with you. We had the football last night. We're waiting on Louisville, uh, you know, back in it um, tomorrow uh, night. Tomorrow night on the basketball court, a late one, a nine o'clock game. It's like you said, nine o'clock, and we're talking about, you know, uh, ACC Network. Like what the hell? Yeah, I mean that Louisville Carolina really ought to be like ESPN or ESPN two at the very least. And the fact that we're nine o'clock on the ACC Network kind of shows you where we are. And if you look at like our television schedule, it's a lot of CW, a lot of ACC Network. We do we will play on ESPNU against Wake Forest on Saturday at noon, but not a lot of uh, showcase. And really, we're not a showcaseable team, you know. So mm-hmm. you know, Carolina is gonna probably give us that work and maybe we can continue to play good offense uh we i don't have any hope that we'll figure out our defense this year but you know offensively can we stay in some games because we're making shots maybe you know but we're not getting a lot of stops yeah yeah very tom greenish right now (laughs) lots of offense not a lot of defense oh man um let's see we'll um we got Nate on the line. Nate is up next. Nate, welcome to Ninth Round the Ville ESPN 680. Good morning, fellas. What's up, man? Blank, you getting that truck back today? Today. Yep. Probably going to go around Perfect. lunchtime, pick it up finally. So, uh, software Perfect. update right. got us, I think. That'll do it every time. Jig- the gigawatts was off or something. <laughs> Guarantee it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm just, I need a quick second to do a little public service announcement. Okay. Okay. I don't know if you boys noticed. It's a little cold outside. Uh-huh. Okay? Now, when it's cold outside, people tend to get grumpy <laughs> and things. And it's understandable. Okay? Mm-hmm. But if you are driving in your nice car that's warm and you got a nice cup of coffee and you come across some old boys that are doing some work in the middle of the street. Mm-hmm. And you look at them, and you can tell they're cold, and they're tired, and they don't want to be there. The last thing to do would be to honk your horn and call them names and tell them to get out of the street. Okay? Nobody wants to be in the middle of the road in the freezing cold working on stuff. So hollering at them doesn't fix anything. Doesn't make you better. Doesn't speed it up. Doesn't get them out of your way. Be patient. Enjoy your heat seaters. And you warm cup of coffee and move along quietly. <laughs> what got under your skin this morning, Nate, on this particular subject? Was, was this, a specific- this morning this morning I have I have woosied and I am good. Yesterday my top about exploded. Oh. Okay. And all I really needed was to get home and get a get a, a warm hug from mama and get my kids to tell me hi and a couple of them cold beverages out of the refrigerator. And this morning I'm good, but 
not a good idea to holler at people when they're in the road working. That's all I've got to say. <laughs> yeah, and you got to be safe around people that are working. They're doing stuff like infrastructure, stuff that yeah, our community they needs. They've got kids and mamas yeah. they want to go home to. Ain't no point in trying to run them over. You mean you're not tearing up the street just to tear up the street, Nate? <laughs> You know, buddy, I've got better things to do on a on a Monday. Anybody does. Everybody that works outside has something better they'd rather be doing. It doesn't matter yeah. if they're tearing up the street or or, 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 or anything. Working on a bridge, what? All them people we. I mean, we every one of cussed everybody on that Sherman Minton Bridge. But I promise you. They all have better stuff to oh, no. be doing. I'm not cursing the workers on the Sherman Mitten Bridge. It's more of the planners on when they yeah. decide to well, shut the whole freaking thing yeah. down. Like, <laughs> you know, let's wait till Christmas. That's one of my favorite Nikki the Boot rants <laughs> of all times. One of my favorites. It's, it, you know what? It's, it's never a bad time to play. We may, we may just have to go ahead and play at some point. Well, all right. Dana, you enjoy the beach. Don't send me no Thank pictures you. of no sunshine and whatnot because I'm going to send you a picture of my middle finger. Do. He's gonna send him. <laughs> he's gonna send you pictures of palm trees and I'm sure beautiful blue water. And I will, I will get my fat ass on an airplane and come in there and kick his tail. And then I'll buy him a couple drinks. And we'll there you go. On the beach. <laughs> All right, y'all be good. Later. That's fantastic. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> definitely send him photos. <laughs> Let's. Um, I do want to hear the um, the Jason Kelsey send last night. Probably his. You know, his, his, it, it sounds is. like it's his last game. Uh, he announced it's his last game. There are many I can't gauge this that say he's one of the best centers to ever play the game. I wouldn't know how to judge a good center from a great center. Play Agreed. in, play out. I'll take the people. That's one of those positions where it re- you really do have to have played the game to have any understanding of what's going on at all there. Uh, but he, dude's great in front of a microphone, and apparently he was good last night. So, Chase, let's hear, hear what he said afterwards. No, I, you know, this city really appreciates accountability, appreciates people being very honest, real emotionally invested, caring. You know, I think um, there's a lot of people that say it's a hard place to play. I think it's pretty and easy, to be honest with you. You just go out there, play hard. You want to be loved in the city as a baseball player? Run to first base. They're going to love you. I mean, that's what it comes down to. I mean, if you go up here and make a bunch of excuses, you come up here and try and lie to them and act like they don't know what they're talking about, which sometimes they don't, but that's when you when you really uh, when you act that way, or when you uh, you know aren't accountable if you're making mistakes or you're not uh, getting better or anything like that. You know they're gonna crush you, and um, that's most of the guys that I see that everybody's gonna get crushed at some point. Everybody's gonna go through a downturn or be struggling, right? And at all times, this is gonna keep you accountable to be doing your job and performing. But um, you know, if you stick to it and you and you fight through it and you get better and everything like that, they'll respect the hell out of you. Especially if you fight, even even if you're struggling and you're fighting and you're really trying, they're still going to respect you. And um, that's what I think most guys miss. You know, I think that you know, I, I really don't think there's a hard place to, to play at all. To be honest with you, I don't want to. You know, I think it'd be miserable to play in a place like Jacksonville where nobody cares. Nothing <laughs> <laughs> like a little shot at Jacksonville. Uh, catch them catching a stray on the way out. But he's right. I mean, you know, they don't. They don't. The attendance sucks there. Yeah, it's it's why people love him. You know, because he is he is transparent. He is he gives you everything he's got, and I think that's why that you know town. It, it, what many people will tell you is the toughest sports city in America. Um, 
has worked for him because when they say it's the toughest, it, it's almost like around here. Like, yeah, you get judged really tough uh, by Louisville basketball standards. But when you win, the highs are higher than the highs you're going to get elsewhere. Right. And what you want to play at a place where they don't care? You know, like, right. and and no. that, that was the thing that Mac, Chris Mac, really missed. I think you know, even Kenny Payne missing it too. But Mac, you know, he didn't really understand why people cared so much. You know, I always got the feeling it was like, mm-hmm. what the heck is going? Like, what is going on here? Like, why? Why do they want to hear from me after we shut our season down from COVID? I don't understand what the big deal is. You know, every yeah. guy shut down for everybody. No, we want to hear from you because you're the Louisville basketball coach. Like, we want to we want to hear from you. We want you out front. Uh, and it sounds like Jason Kelsey understands that. And there's there's a sensitivity with coaches that come with a small town, small mindset that they can't be criticized. I mean, Jeff Brom talked about it, at, you know, in the first game before the first game, talking with his daughter, like, listen, they're your best friends now. But if we lose this game, you may not have as many friends at the end. You know, he they were sitting it. there at 10 and one. And he understood if he lost the Kentucky game yes. that in some people's minds it wasn't that good of a year. Yep. I mean, he said that at the Monday press conference because he understands it. And so he's not surprised, nor any members of his staff, when they would get, if they would get criticized, even though I think it's silly to criticize a 10-4 season that you play the ACC championship game. <laughs> uh, because you have, you know, to have that three-game losing streak, you got to be in the ACC championship game to have that streak there. True. Um, but... He doesn't complain about it. He understands it. And even though the football program isn't the magnitude of the basketball program, he thinks it is. He, 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 I, I think he it runs now. the football program. Yeah, well, it is now. But I, I think he runs the football program with the historical standards of the basketball program. Well, he should. That's how I mean, much he cares about it. And Louisville football has always needed to be aspirational. That's why it's gotten to where it's yeah. gotten to in this 30-year period or whatever it is. Because it's been aspirational. And if you, if you, if you treat it like you're a Conference USA school, you will remain in Conference USA. And, you know... You know, and so like Mac and Kenny Payne, and you know, sometimes when you hear like coaches griping about like some of the criticism they get or whatever, they don't understand it. It's it's no, this is important to us. This is important to our community. We want to hear from you. You gotta win, you know. And and if you're not gonna win, you gotta give me. You gotta show me that you know what he said. Run to first base. It's not hard. You want them to love you. Run to first base. Last year's team, basketball wise, was terrible, and we all hated it. Same thing with 2018 Louisville football. By the way. They hated that because they didn't mm-hmm. run the first base. They didn't give the effort or show the heart that you expect. And, you know, when Satterfield came in 19, that team played really hard and they were beloved, you know, for a minute until Satterfield decided to flirt with South Carolina, you know, but there for a minute it, it worked. And I think Kelsey's hitting on something there like, listen, if you there's lots of tough places, but it, you want to go somewhere where they don't care, mm-hmm. you know? Right, exactly. Good luck. <laughs> Have fun with that. Yeah, no, and that's that's what you, and that's why they like him there. That's what they, you know, he's just embrace. He embrace if you embrace it and you understand, you know, hey, the highs are great, but if you play bad, they're going to tell you, you suck. And if you understand that deal and don't like try to act like, oh, you should never criticize, uh, you know, uh, me because I I did good one game. Well, yeah, he did bad the next, and that's that's the deal. And yeah. and too like too much is given, much is expected, man. I totally. Mean, and. The, I, I'm I'm really curious to see what the Kelsey's move is after this. Talk about guys that understand marketing. I mean, they've their podcast, um, you know, the TV commercials. 
Um, you know, could they do like what the Mannings do? Like, I, I think if I'm hmm. Fox, I might be thinking about, hey, that Manning cast thing is really good. And it is. And it's, it's, I don't think I'll ever watch the regular broadcast when, when they have a Manning cast. <laughs> but if you're Fox or you're CBS, wouldn't you think about, hey, why don't, why don't we try this? Now, it's a little different because on ESPN, you know, they got ESPN too, they've got all these channels. Um, but would that sell some Paramount Plus subscriptions? Would that sell some <gasps> Peacock subscriptions, Ooh. which everybody was – I still can't get over the, how mortally offended people are at that $6 a month. I, I'm laughing. Like, I heard – I was listening to Tony Kornheiser, who I really, really like. I think he's the best. He was going, oh, this is just terrible. And it's like, dude, it's 6 bucks. Well, like, they're just holding you hostage like, for the like, $6. I, I, but the, so, okay, but ESPN holds your, your cable bill hostage. I know. We don't seem to care about that. Because that's it's one $6. bill. $6. It's it's because you know. it's a new bill. That's why it's you know they can add six dollars to your cable bill, and you're like, okay, the cable bill went up, but and you still get everything that you already had. But when you add a new a new transaction, that's where people's sensitivities come in. But you're right about the Kelseys though. Like, do they just continue on with the podcast? Do they move that into radio? Do they want to work that hard, or do they want to do some spot things like the Mannings do? Uh, it's going to be interesting. I mean, they could do something and just go on the McAfee show, really. I mean, you know, yeah. they could do something like that, talk football. A.J. Hawk isn't talking anyway. So just, you know, just move A.J. Hawk to the side, throw Jason Kelsey in there, and probably going to be a better show. By the way, I love Jason Kelsey's northern Ohio accent. I think it's perfect. It's a perfect northern Ohio accent. I wouldn't change it at all. Uh, okay. You don't like that accent? I think it's that's great. That's fine. I'd never really thought about it. I mean, yeah, that, that one I was, you know, what I was ready for. I guess, I mean, I mean that's where he's from, right? I mean. He's from Cleveland. Yeah, he's from Cleveland. So it makes sense. Played at Cincinnati. But Travis, I don't, I don't hear that accent when Travis talks. I hear it with yeah. Jason Kelsey big time. So anyway. All right. Well, there you go. Uh, by the way, I've been given a, uh, a scorecard from a grade school tennis match in which Mike Lindsay uh, participated. Really? Uh, my buddy Adam Bibb just texted me and, and David Roof. This uh, it's a it's a Holy Trinity versus uh, uh, Saint Athanasius tennis match. There's like this might have been one of the greatest tennis uh, grade school tennis matches ever. I think there's like eight college players on this grade school. Oh, really? Team. <laughs> Many of them went to like Division one schools. That's yeah, awesome. I'm just, I, it's, it's crazy. So it's like Mike a breeding actually, ground. <laughs> I mean, it was, let's see. So Mike, no, he got, he got, he got beat by my buddy Adam, 8-3. Both of them played uh, Division One tennis. Scott Tribley, we have on as our guest, you know, was damn near an All-American. Brian Minton, he was damn near an All-American. Uh, I don't know if he, but he, but he was big-time player. Uh, Todd Murphy's on this list. Uh, he's a listener. Hmm. Um, man, we got FBI agents on this list as well. Really? Um, yeah, yeah. Whoa, uh, watch trans- out. Transy, bas- transy basketball players. Better watch what um, you say with those FBI agents on the, on I know. the list. You don't want them knocking on your door. You don't want them wearing the, the windbreakers coming this for you. This has to be one of the greatest uh, grade school tennis matches. <laughs> All four guys. On, I mean, there's eight participants in this in this grade school match. I'm pretty sure seven of them played college tennis. Which, uh, <laughs> what, what, what grade were they in? This, uh, let's see, maybe seven. Or is it a year? Grade? I don't know. This is okay. a Catholic school independent tennis league or something. So, Holy Trinity, St. Aloysius, Lord knows what year in the 80s. But uh, <laughs> just got, this is the kind of stuff that, like, Mike Lindsay and his own personal photographer, you know, that he has, or apparently that he had with all the pictures that he posts on Facebook, uh, had. Yeah, he gets po- like every now and then you'll see a Mike Lindsay photo on like a random college athlete's 
Twitter account. Like, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Every now, because well, he looked like Agassi. Like he had all the Agassi man, like uh, the clothing. You know, he had the flowing hair. He had hair. You know, yeah. Back before he was like, you know, the the ultimate, you know, dad with you know eighteen thousand kids. I mean, you know, Mike was, you know. Mike, the ladies loved Mike. I'll say that. Oh, they I did? I'll say that. They yeah. love Mike. Lincoln. I'm not surprised I mean, by that. I'm not surprised by right. that. Yeah. Right. I mean, he's just – because he, he, also the same stupid stuff he says now that's like no one else would say, he would say back then. Yeah, and it worked. <laughs> it worked. Yeah. It worked, worked well. It worked yeah. really well because getting people off balance has a disarming effect that is – Yeah, I hate to say Mike Lindsay was cool. He was cooler than me for yeah. sure. Well, on the dad front, I'm starting to really relate to to Mike a lot because at the end of the night, I'm just like mm-hmm. zapped. By the time yep. you get L to the bathtub, it's just like, okay, we did it. Uh huh. We did. You had those pre pre made ones. You had uh, you know you were you were raising. You're do, you're doing all the stuff. Oh man. man, it's it really is. It feels like an accomplishment each day to just to get her to the bathtub. <laughs> Like, it's yeah. like okay. You thought you were a dad before. Now you're like, oh man, it's a lot more work than it's a ton uh, more work. These prepackaged ones, tons more, but <laughs> worth it and a lot of fun. But like, yeah, I'm starting to relate a lot better to Mike Lindsay's uh-huh. dadhood for sure, parenthood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, Bill Belichick yeah. got interviewed by the Falcons, and uh, Jim Harbaugh mm-hmm. interviewed with the San Diego or the L.A. Chargers. I'm going to say San Diego my whole life. I, you know what? I, I wouldn't even have corrected you when you say if you say San Diego Chargers, because in my mind, they're still in San Diego, but you're right, they're, they're in L.A. Um, Do you yeah, think those so. two things happen? Belichick to the Falcons? I think, I think Harbaugh happens. I don't know. I think Belichick's going to kind of look around and weigh his options, because I think he's going to have options. I mean, he I might wait so. for the Dallas. I mean, you know, yeah, or I, I do you want to so. work with Jerry Jones? You know, if you're Bill Belichick, do you want to work with I Jerry Jones? I think if you're Jerry Jones, you, you, you're going to tell – or Bill Belichick's going to tell you what his conditions are. And I think Jerry Jones, at this point in his stage of life, would say, look, this is my best chance to do it. I mean, if you still think that he – you know, if you think that it wasn't just all Brady, and I don't think it was. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, mean I, th- I, think, I, think, I think they're both pretty damn good. Right. Um, but I, I think if you're Belichick, you're like, look, I'm doing this. You're not doing post-game news conferences every game. It's how I'm going to operate and take it or leave it. And I think Jerry Jones, who, you know, he owns a team and do whatever he wants. I would think at this point in his career, his life, not his career, if he thinks he's got a chance and, and he thinks this is the best guy out there, you have a chance to get a coach who's won more championships than anybody else out there right yeah, now. Yeah, I, I think you might, can you know – can bend a little bit to him and belichick um, get a little leverage with the falcons there and uh if his conditions yep. aren't met he can go coach the falcons if he wants to but probably get a pretty significant payday treat um the D- dallas cowboys like texas a&m see if you can get a jimbo fisher type deal but it, it's no guarantee with belichick i mean i i, no. I it's it's going to be a real fascinating chapter of his you know um, of his career, of his, of his career, yeah. To see, okay, what's the deal? Is it was it all? Because if it doesn't work, th- wherever his next stop is, then it's going to look a hell of a lot more like it was all Brady. Totally, unless, unless he goes to a rebuild, kind of like the Falcons are. I mean, there's some good pieces with the Falcons. I think the Falcons are right there. They need a quarterback for yeah, sure. They, they don't. Do. They don't need a great quarterback, but they need better than what they have. But if you're the Falcons and you're Bill and you're looking at it as like, I can I can get a quarterback in here. I can move some pieces around. You can't really move Dak. Like You're, you're kind of no. stuck with Dak for at least next year. Now, you could say we got to ride yeah. out next year and just see what we can get out of Dak and move forward after that. And you know, So which is more attractive? I think the Cowboys clearly is a legacy franchise, but the Falcons might be more 
flexible on what Belichick might want to do. I don't know. It's kind of interesting. Oh, it, it's fascinating. And you yeah. wonder, it, does McCarthy – I don't think he's going to keep his job. But if the if, – if, it's one thing to say, all right, we're going to keep – another thing to say, well, we can get Belichick, so we're not going to keep him. You know, it's different when it's when mm. it's, you know, when it's your options. Yeah, with, if you can the, get Bill Belichick, you might move Mike McCarthy. And if you can't get him, maybe you don't because who else are you going to – like, right. is he the best option? somebody better. Yeah. yeah. I, and I think it's also going to be interesting where Vrabel lands too because everybody in Tennessee thinks he sucks. I bet that guy wins a Super Bowl somewhere else. You like Vrabel? I think he's good. I'm kind of yeah, indifferent on him. I think he's. I think he's a really good coach. I mean, that, you know, when, when they played, um, that, when I was at that playoff game in Baltimore and they played the Titans. Oh yeah, um, they were rolling. It was like, yeah. They, well, they just they shut Lamar down. You know, I the mean, defensive did, line they, was awesome. It's going to be interesting. Like Lamar's a huge favorite this week. I mean, he he's he needs to come out and they need to come out and just smash. Agreed. Um, the, the the Texans, but man, I don't know. C.J. Stroud, I, bet against him at your own peril, man. I, if you, there's no way I'm giving C.J. Stroud nine and a half points. No, no, I agree with that. I'm not, no, like you say, no, no, not doing it. <laughs> no, I think yeah. you're right. I think you take the Texans and think that the Ravens win by six or six or fewer. Uh, mm-hmm. But I love. I'm a massive fan of D'Amico Ryan's. Big fan, obviously, of John Grenard, who's going to get a giant contract after the year he's had. Mm-hmm. Sheldon Rankins is a nice addition for for the Texans. I just love the way they play defense, and I love the way that um, D'Amico Ryan's coached defense with the Niners before he went to Houston. And C.J. Stroud, like you said, a great rookie quarterback. And so, you know, sometimes rookies get in the playoffs and they learn some lessons, but some kids just don't know any better, and they just you know, they just go in and, and roll. So it's going to be a great game on Saturday. I'm really excited for it. Yeah. All right, we'll continue along here. 267-9680 is the number to get in. Uh, we'll do trivia at about 930 or so. Rummage will be in to break down the Iowa caucuses with us. Yes, uh, you know, I'm sure we'll, you we'll will. We'll do that right at the 959, I think, after we get done with <laughs> trivia. Uh, so we'll, we'll, we'll do that um, and, uh, and roll along here with you. Hey, uh, if you're selling your house, you've got equity you've built up, and you should keep as much of that equity as you possibly can. And the best way to do that is with our friends at Edlin & Edlin. Um, my dad bought his house from, uh, from Glenn Edlin years ago a couple gosh he's probably been there almost 20 years now uh and you know they they figured out that you know we probably shouldn't charge what we used to charge on our side because we're not doing as much work i mean that's literally what phil moffat told me over there when we started talking about a partnership here so instead of paying three percent to the seller agent you're going to pay one percent but you're going to get all the same services it's not like oh well here it's five hundred dollars mls and then move along no they they're going to do everything a traditional realtor has always done they're just um, going to charge you less. 1%, and they're going to recommend you pay the buyer 2.5%. So on a $300,000 house, that's $7,500 in your pocket. $7,500 more on your side of that closing statement. So it's Edlin, Edlin, E-D-E-L-E-N.com, 599-2800, 599-2800, Edlin, Edlin.com. <laughs> 